Hi, this is uh, Bookish Talk. Uh, uh, this year we decided to return to our series dedicated to uh, book binders making bindings for the uh, shortlisted uh, uh, books of the Booker Prize. And uh, the first uh, person we decided to talk to is uh, Mark Cockrum. Uh, so uh, we hope Mark will uh, you know, tell us some secrets about the, his, his binding. Uh, hi, Mark. Hi, uh, yeah, it's good to see you both again. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I've got any secrets, really. Uh, to, to be honest with you, I wasn't meant to be doing it this year. Here is one secret <laughs> so, already. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's just one of those little things. I mean, basically, what it, what it is, if you're chosen to be a man booker or a booker binder, binder as well, you've got to have a second. Like, like jewel, like jeweling. You've got to have a second, just in case something happens to you. Now, in the years gone by, um, I was, and I think I can name names, actually. I think I can name names, I hope. Is I was, I was asked by Lester Capon, who is now the president of Designable Binders, if I would be his second. And I, of course, you know, I said yes. Of course I would. Thinking, he won't need me. He's a professional. He knows what he's doing. Anyway couple of weeks into the, the four or five weeks that we have, this little bubble that we have, got a phone call from him and said, Mark, I went, hi, Lester, how's it going? He said, this is before the internet, it's all on the phone, I'm talking on the phone. He said, I've uh, got a small problem. I said, oh, oh dear, sorry to hear that. He said, um, can you do some teaching for me at uh, the college that I teach at? And I went, why? He said, because I've chopped the tip of my finger off and I'm, it's slowing all my work down. And I won't be able to finish the book, you see. No, so I no, said, no surprises here. <laughs> so, so I said, so I said, you know, I stood up and I said, as your second, I will do this. I will do this for you, for you, Lester. I'll do this for you. What anyway, an honorable man. And contrary to have, as many would think, yes, I do do what I say. Anyway, so I went, I did two sessions of teaching, two evenings, one evening a week. I did it all like that. Absolutely fantastic. His book was beautiful. He went to the meal and everything. And do you know, he still hasn't paid me for those two nights teaching. And I'm not bitter in any way. I'm not, you know, don't, don't get me wrong, but, you know, a little bit of a distaste, rather like Nescafe coffee. Anyway, <laughs> so, so anyway, so pre-booker, you know, names are drawn out of a hat, not me. I get a phone call from Lester. Uh, he said, no, he said, I said, yes, Lester. I was actually on the, on the computers. He said, would you, would, would you like to be my second? And I said, Lester, I'd be delighted. Nothing's going to go wrong this time, is it? Uh, all right. So anyway, well, there are only 10 fingers on your hands, you know. <laughs> uh, well, he's, he's, he's more like that, actually. But, you yeah, know, he's a professional. So, anyway. The announcement's made, the shortlist comes out. Two days later, I get an email from Lester saying, Mark, and I'm thinking, well, no, he said, he said, I'm not going to be able to do it. Can you do this year's Booker for me? I went, I'm oh, not again. You know, I've got life planned. I'm going to have to put everything on hold. So basically, I wasn't expecting to do it this year. So it was a big surprise. And, and Lester still owes me still owes me but anyway it's it was lovely to be able to do it um and it was it was a great book um but it's put everything else back slightly but that's you know we'll, we'll get things sorted out that's no problem but that's if there is one secret that's the secret did, uh, did you read the book in, ad in advance no no because i didn't think you know I'd, well then nobody knows which book they're going to get until the shortlist comes out and then um, what happens is, is uh, you're notified which, which one you've got and they say, you know, your text block, because the, the, the text is specially printed. It's not the run of the mill shop thing. It's you know, specially printed, good quality paper, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, um, you know, and you're posted a reading copy of it. And sometimes, you know, the post can be a little bit, you know, so, you know, the clock's ticking, so you run out and buy a reading copy, um, you know, and, and then you read it. You don't read it once, you read it twice, three, four, five times, because you're using that text, that script, that, those words that, that coming out of the page is your inspiration for the binding. 
And unlike working with on other books where Shakespeare, for example, he's dead. You know, he's not going to complain, is he? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. But usually with the booker, what you're doing is on the presentation evening, you're sitting next to your author. Television cameras are there and you're like that black tie, beautiful. And you've got to, you know, you can't just turn any old rubbish out and then say, what is this design? You said, can't you tell? You've got to, it's got to, it's got to resonate. It's got to mean something. And it's got to, it's, you know, and it's, you've got to be honest with it. You can't, just can't do a bit of abstract stuff and say, well, can't you understand? That's abstraction of art. And, you know, it doesn't work like that. So you've really got to understand it and the nuances and everything else. And then you start the design process. And I'm, I'm a bit naughty with my reading copy because I actually uh, draw on the cover, sort of initial designs and things. Uh, also, uh, I pick up text and things that are important that I think are sort of uh, relevant to the, or not, or not relevant. Do you usually keep the reading copy or should you return it? <laughs> They haven't asked for any back from me, and I don't know why. <laughs> in in the twelve or so years, maybe maybe, doing maybe, this, maybe they asked from Lester. <laughs> well, yeah, his his will be a virgin copy. Yeah, yeah, but so 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 that's that's the process. So you know, it's one of those little known facts that you, you when you're doing it, you've got to have a second, and they've got to be a fellow of designer bookbinders as well, and you've got to make sure they're sort of okay with it. So of course, I have to get a second as well. Fortunately, quite a number of my uh, past students are now fellows, so I was able to twist somebody's arm, and they had to agree, and uh, that's the beauty of being a teacher. And um, yeah, it, it, it was great; really enjoyed it. It was four or five weeks of, of um, stop you your life, do this. Yeah, it was actually it was actually quite a nice book. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you; it wouldn't be the book that I choose myself to read, wouldn't. Um, but um it was very easy to get into it's very much about today's age about the use of the internet and communication and stuff i'm not going to give a spoiler because if you know it's what you know some of it i did actually laugh at some of it i did cry at um and i'm and i'm not a critic you know i'm not one of these people doing and uh, so it was it was quite a good read but uh, the, the 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 one constant all the way through it was was the communication by text on the phone or internet or whatever it was and how much rubbish there is out there in the world and how you have to you know pick your way through this minefield and all sorts of things so yeah it was quite it's quite interesting I, I i did actually quite enjoy doing it is there a difference in how you normally read a book and uh, how you read a book when you look for a visual metaphor? I, hmm, it's a very good question. Uh, if I'm working with an existing text block, then yeah, I do like to read it to, to, to find those stepping stones for the design. Sometimes the design happens very, very quickly. Uh, for example, with uh, my binding of Clockwork Orange, um, I knew I wanted something very visceral because that I'd, I'd read it before as a kid. I'd read it in my uh, early 20s. I'd seen the film, though the film has got not so much in common with the book, but that's always the way. So I already had these ideas bubbling away in the back. And, um, with Clockwork Orange, it was very much, right, I know what I'm doing. I can pick, I can do this, and I can do that. Whereas with the booker, I hadn't read it before. I've got no preconceptions. So I really do have to look at it and read it and really try and find that theme. I suppose it's like a landscape artist or any artist, still life portraiture or whatever. You really have to look at the subject that you're, you're painting or you're carving and that sort of thing. And you really have to draw out of it. Whereas a sculptor will look at a, a block of stone and they will see within that stone or that wood or whatever it is, they will see the form. With a book, I, I have to chisel away a little bit to begin to see that form developing. And then I see the form in the book, as it were. So yeah, it's uh, visual metaphors, all sorts of things happening, yeah. But as you'll see from the design, it, it, some of it was so easy for me to pick up on because there are, there are icons 
involved in it and all sorts of things. And I think it'll be the only time that you'll see a fish and John Wayne dressed as Genghis Khan on the cover of the book at any one time. <laughs> uh, there's a little hint of what was going on in my mind. Yeah, could, you, could you perhaps show, uh, show us uh, your process? Like, uh, surely you started with some drawings and then... Uh... Um, yeah, I did, yeah. Um, I, um, I've got my sketchbook somewhere. Yeah, my sketchbook, yeah, hang on. Almost as if it's been planned. Um, this, this is my sketchbook for, for this, for, for a bit there, a little bit of a handmade. <laughs> um, oh, you are into handmade. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So, so, yeah, and I've got all my fingers. All right, so, um, and basically what I did, I did some very quick rough sketches of sort of where I wanted to go with it. They, they, but what I was trying to um, uh, sort of, and trying to avoid seeing what's on other pages because it could be damaging to my reputation. But, um, so the, the very initial quick sketches and then it sort of formulates in the mind because because with this particular book, I was working very much on the book. I knew that I wanted to do something and I knew that the idea, I wanted to use the text that's in the book, but it was how, to, how I would use text and how I would do stuff. Uh, so I spent quite a lot of time just experimenting and pottering around the studio, which unfortunately I don't have any images or whatever of, of seeing how I could, you know, do stuff. You know, uh, printing, so you know, going through trays, trays of type, uh, blocking, hand tooling, and all sorts of things. And then it sort of uh, occurred to me that what I could do, and which would fit in really nicely with this, is to ditch all the all of that sort of traditional way of working, perhaps, and use something that's a little bit, you know, sort of more this century, maybe, and that was to do collaging. Uh, so that's cutting out individual letters from publications. Sounds very easy, but seriously, just try it and do a whole cover of a book in it with the clock ticking. It's not that easy, actually. So, you know, so I was, it was all tweezer work and minuscule and magnifying glasses. You, you start to appreciate the, the craft of uh, blackmailers, I guess, <laughs> at that <laughs> moment. <laughs> There is a skill to it, most definitely. Um, plus also, you know, I didn't have to worry about forensics, adhesive type, you know, wherever, publications or anything. So I, I was, I was, you know, I mean, this is one of the things nowadays, because again, so much is done online. The publications are becoming rarer, not rarer and rarer, but I don't have as many. And so, and, you know, with COVID and everything, things have changed. I couldn't just go to my dentist or my doctor and say, look, you know, you see that packed pile of old magazines in the waiting room. Yeah. Can, can I have those? Because they're not there anymore. So, so I was sort of looking around the street, well, publications of this in the Woman's Realm 1976, for example. And I don't know where I got that from. And all sorts of things. So I was, you know, it was very much, you know, getting this together and then starting work on it. So it was, uh, so it, the design came quite quickly. The application of the design took a long, long time. It would have been so much easier for me to have just, you know, loaded up the, the old blocking machine with, with some type, boof, boof, done, no problem at all. Full leather binding, you know, did you, boof, boof, done. But that wouldn't, it, for me, that wouldn't be right. And also there's the physical texture of the collage work as well. And the rhythm of, you know, the different size letters and, and that sort of thing. And, and also because of the way I've placed the letters, it's not easy to understand. You've got to really look at it, find little keys, and then you can follow the text. I suppose it's similar to as asthmatic, asthmetic, whatever it is, writing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure somebody will write in and say, what you really mean is da, 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 da. But, well, okay, thank you very much. We're, we're, we're not as popular on YouTube uh, as of now. So. <laughs> there are not so many angry comments no, good. <laughs> under the videos. That, but this fantastic. video is not going away, so it will change for the rest of your life. The rest of my life. It's a, it, it's a burden I'll have to carry for the rest of my life, and I'm prepared to do that. <laughs>
no. And um, and, and so that and, and that's it. But but there's also you know it's the typical things you know we you've got to fold the sheets, you've got to make the text block, you've got to do the edge decoration, the M banding, you know, and, and everything else. And I hand dye my leather, so it's not just a question of you know, bish bash bosh. It has to be done correctly. And I think you'll see in the series of the you know Booker Binder's work, there's some exquisite, beautiful work done there. And so there's a, a, a few in particular. And you think, well, how, how did you find the time? Did you sleep? You know, uh, this sort of thing. And this is as well as the ordinary ongoing stuff that's, uh, that's happening in the studio. It's not just working on the one book. For somebody like me, it's, right, um, you know, I've got students coming in today or I've got that customer collecting that work in four days' time. I've got to get it finished. Da -da. So you're, you're, you're playing this, 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 this time game. And, you know, as the clock gets... As the hands of the clock get closer, sweat starts getting heavier, and and then you remember you've got to make a box for it, <laughs> and then you think, <laughs> and again, you can't just throw something together and hope it's going to be okay because I mean, you know, it's it's part of the um, author's award, it's part of their their package of prize, if you like. And it, it, you, it's got to be done and you, you do not fail it. You've got to get it done. So, yeah. so how, how, how do you hide it from your students and other visitors uh, uh, while you're working on this secret project? This secret project, this ultra secret project. Well, um, my, my students are, are well versed that I have many secrets. Um, and that um, they, they know- Where that, to look? Yeah, yeah, then, then it's an open studio, nothing's hidden. Um, <clears throat> you know, you've been here. <clears throat> and th there is this, this essence of uh, being professional about it. And you say, look, I'd, I'd love to be. I, 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 usually what I do is I post work in progress on the various media sites and stuff. This year we weren't allowed to. You know, they wanted to make a big thing of it. And my students, you know, I, and I share with my students what I'm doing. You know, I'm doing this, and this is my design. This is what I'm working on, and this is how I'm doing it. So for them, it's part of their, you know, the learning experience, if you like. Um, and they respect that, you know, please no photographs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's fine. And, you know, we're, hopefully we're all of an adult nature. -ish. And to, you know, to, 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 to get that sorted out. Um, as far as customers coming in, I'm tucked away in a little sort of side muse in a very small part of London. I don't get people coming to the studio. You know, occasionally there'll be this tentative knock at the door and say, are you the dressmaker? And you go, I've got two huge signs outside saying bookbinder, the dressmaker's next door, you know, come on. But yeah, so yeah, if, if a, a client or somebody comes in, then it's just put to one side and, drawn out whenever whenever so yeah and, uh, and uh, what is the text on the card because at first i thought that they were random words not even all of them words but then i saw that they do mean something yes they do well done um basically what it is is the the text that's in the text block that is coming in from phones and stuff there are specific examples where um you know she says you know um uh, her mother sending a text to her mother this is uh, the author of course is patricia lockwood and the title of the book i was doing is no one is talking about this it's a book in two halves but anyway but basically there was um stuff that would come in on the internet and you know and a, a, i quote if i may <clears throat> never send me the eggplant again mom she texted, she texted, I don't care what you're cooking for dinner. So I thought, I love that line, that's lovely. So that was, I thought I can, all right, use that. But using these cutout letters, this, this ransom note sort of thing, I'm putting it in such a way as that you don't actually, as quite, as you've, as you've found out, it's not easy to read straight away. You've got to really look at it and then you find the key and then you're able to decipher the text, which is rather like the internet. We get bombarded every day with so much stuff that you've got to sort out what's important and what is not important. 
and so that's what I was drawing on as well. So again, it, it, it's yeah, it was it was it was that way of working, and there's some great there's great lines in here. So I unfortunately I can't read out because some of them are a little adult. Shall we say? <laughs> I, I, um, th I think we crossed this river when we, we recorded our podcast with Richard Minsky. And uh, in the beginning, he was like, okay, I'll try to, you know, uh, keep myself restrained. But then he just, you know, forgot about everything. <laughs> and showed us a picture of his dick. Uh, you can <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, if you bear with me one moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I, I crikey, that would be something else. Um, yeah. So it, it is. It is. It quite seriously. It is. It is quite an interesting read. Um, yeah. I mean, it goes on about you know how young people use text and how her enemies and emojis and stuff that you know three drops of something can then two little teardrops mean something, and that her mother keep sending this thinking it's you know sort of happy happy cry cry you know and it's not it, it actually means must have been um so you know it, it's what well, it's 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 quite funny it really is because i'm reading this and thinking, oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, right. should I should probably de uh, delete the eggplant emoji from my mother's phone just in just, case just in case just in case yeah i mean it is yeah <clears throat> anyway Moving swiftly on. I, 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 re I really like how you describe this feeling of disorientation uh, in, uh, in the information flow in the internet, because I think uh, the cover uh, you made uh, is uh, also a bit like that, but uh, visually, those <laughs> blocks of uh, bright colors are a bit like ad banners. You know, you, you're sort of yeah. reading the information you need, but you need to find it among it, others. Exactly. Stuff. And then, and then there's this, you know, the not so subtle use of, of imagery as well, which is just like pop-up images. And I wanted those coming out of the text as well. I mean, quite seriously, I mean, this is why, I, you know, there's uh, John Merrick, uh, who's actually quite pivotal in, in this. Uh, but again, I'm not going to spoil it. Um, John Wayne, uh, the, the two people kissing in Times Square uh, at the end of the American involvement in the Second World War. Um, it, a, a fish. DJ Day or one of those, one of the famous. Ones. I think, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that sort of thing. So I wanted to um, sort of, um, you know, because those images are stuck in my mind and they're so iconic that, you know, not to use them would be silly, in, in my opinion. And again, you know, why not use them? I mean, it's in the text block. I can, I can do that. Um, but it was, uh, at times, it was very much a labor of love. You know, because you're saying, I want a particular E. It's got to be lowercase. It's got to be, you know, serif and flicking through magazines and saying, it's too big, too small, wrong color. And you're going through it and you think, I saw an E. I, there's an E somewhere, and the students just looking at me, thinking, "Is this man on drugs?" You know, and I was like, "No, where, where's an E? I need the E." And obviously, what I've got is I've got English language. The majority of my publications are English language, and some of the text uh, that I had to find was French. Oh, it's got accents, etc., etc., etc. As I'm thinking, I need accents. Where are they? Unfortunately, I had uh, uh, an old publication, Le Mans, the uh, a French newspaper, and I was able to go through that, but I had to find the newspaper. And Stefan will, will testify. The studio is not the most organised of places in the world. I'm sure I've got one somewhere. It may take me a little bit of time to find it, but I will find it. So th that sort of thing happening as well. So it was, it was yeah, it was, it was very interesting from that perspective. Uh, talking talking a bit about uh, some technical stuff and technical process. Uh, uh, do you do you finish the uh, this pasted uh, pasted down uh, letters in in some way uh, before the the book is done, or or they are just you know uh... Uh, the the book uh, the, the right uh, the edge decoration is done, the boards are attached, the leathers on, the doubleurs have been finished, the end papers have been finished. The last thing I'm doing is I'm putting the letters on. 
And so one cannot make a mistake. There's no sort, I didn't do it on a separate piece of paper and then stick that piece of paper on. It was actually all working on the book. The reason being is that obviously I had to control the movement within the board. And um, it's far easier to control movement with smaller pieces of, of uh, paper when the book is, for me anyway, when the book is physically made, completed, because that way I don't have to worry about the boards pulling in or pulling out or anything. So, you know, you have to say, right, that's now going to be ready. I am now going to do this. And I've got four days left. And, you, you know, you, you, if, if you make that mistake, you, you, there's no sort of, oh, it's just a piece of paper. Let's start again. It's, I do not make a mistake. This has to be correct. I have then, to do and, this. And then once you finished it, did you uh, cover it with some kind of lacquer or? Oh, oh, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I covered it with frog juice initially. Uh, now, are, are you familiar with frog juice? Aren't you? Oh, so, sounds like <laughs> like an, an ingredient for for the which which is uh, which is cauldron. <laughs> now, frog juice. There's this very rare frog in the upper reaches of the Amazon. Okay, and it secretes it secretes out of little glands on on the on its back and stuff a liquid which the indigenous population collect in little cups, and then this is used as a lacquer. It's very expensive stuff because it comes from the upper reaches of the Amazon. It's not really like no. what it is. Is I've just find I'll find it. Hang on a second. Hang on. Frog juice. Come on, frog juice. Ah, there's some frog juice. Right. Get it in a big can. <laughs> why frog juice? Is it? A I've I've got no idea why it's called frog juice, but. I, but I just say there it is. It's it's frog juice. You can you can read that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's frog juice. Um, but but are, are, are you a professional in using frog juice? Uh, uh, there is there is a sign there that you should you should be you have to be a professional. <laughs> you doubt me? Yes, I am. It, yes, it says for professional use only, and I am is, a professional. Is, is there a certificate for frog juice users? Uh, no. Do you want one? I can make one. <laughs> Uh, but I'm a professional frog juicer. I I, re I read it differently. I read it as you, you should only use it professionally. I can imagine some very unprofessional uses for it. Oh, yes. Uh, there is health and safety uh, very much. So we have to do it's got preparation for best results. After completing each job, always do a test piece, it says. But not only does it say that, but it also says it in German as well. So it, there you go. So, you know, it's it's very, very cool. And it can big cans, very big cans. It's great stuff. It, it, it's quite seriously, it's protective spray for digital prints. Um, it's uh, it, it's really, really good stuff. It's it's used by a lot of people and, and stuff. And then what I did is that's to stabilize everything and give a first uh, coat. So the, the paper stays uh, is sealed. So it's non-porous. Some of the papers were quite porous, you know, from publications. And then I got some artists' um, acrylic spray mat, um, obviously masking everything off and just whacked that over um, and, and did that. So it's very much as an artist would work with a canvas. And that, that's the way I, 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 I work with a lot of my collage stuff. Because that way you, you the surface is sealed and it's not like putting uh, transparent parchment over it where it just smooths everything out. I really wanted this to have the, the texture, you know, that was part of the overall concept for the design. I've used a C word. Because you, you still you still work with leather cover and... Uh, yeah. You, prob you probably don't want to lose the, the texture and the uh, some sort of feeling of, of yeah, cover. I mean yeah, I mean exactly. I mean, I mean the, the the boards were edged in leather, the spines leather. Uh, you know, it, it's it's done you know, sort of properly, as it were. But um, it's it, it, you know, it's just how I wanted to work and get it and and just get that image and get that feeling for the textbook over. 
Uh, was the box as finicky to make, or did you go for something uh, more straightforward? You know, I, this is one of the things about boxes. Boxes are, are the last thing to be made, but the, the, the first thing to be seen. And they are, if you like, the, the stage, that the, the, the curtains of a production. You've got to get the box you know, right, it's got a, it's got a, it's form and function, it's there for protection, identification, and it sets the scene. One always has these grandiose ideas for the box, it's, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, it's going to be made out of this, and it's going to be done. At the end of the day, it's a box, it's going to get knocked and bumped, unless, of course, you make a protective box for the box. And we know, we know, we know some people who do that. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> anyway. Moving on. And so I thought, just keep it simple. The box is not the important thing. The book is the important thing, but it just make it a nice frame. And it was basically, it was just as one of my, I'm not going to say standard boxes, because of course, nothing we do is standard. Um, it's, it's, it's just a, a nicely made box um, with um, the title on in words. And it's nice and simple, you know. But I say words because normally if I'm doing a design or art binding, whatever it is, an artist book, I don't necessarily title the box with, you know, there is a book inside here. I don't normally do that. What I do is I have some decorative element on the spine, which is used for the book or on the book or within the text or something like that. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's not as if somebody's going to have 15 exactly the same. And you've just got to give an indication of what's in the box. It's, it's like, you know using any language or visual language uh, to give an idea um you know if it's on a bookcase and it's got something on the spine it's generally thinking well probably a book and if you're the collector and you own it you know exactly what's in there you know you don't need it some... but this time i did go <laughs> so it's it's one of the more, more unusual boxes of yours Yes, it's relatively simple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and what, uh, what, what about the book edge? I really like the texture. How do you do that? Was it just painted on? Can you keep a secret? It depends. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can. <laughs> <laughs> so if I said yes, you would say so can I. I yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, it's very simple, extraordinarily simple. Obviously, the book is to do any form of edge decoration, not any form. Uh, it depends on the sort of edge decoration. But if you're just doing, a, you know, along the edge, none of this fancy stuff with paintings of Dutch ships from the 17th century or anything. If you're doing something like this, it's, you know, obviously clamped in, in a press of some description. And then all I did is put a base color down using um, a spray can you know um graffiti art spray can and then um i got a stencil which was the i thought i may just have it hang on uh -huh. yes here we go yeah never throw anything out uh this is a, a sort of a tray from a stationary you know ikea stationary thing and it's got this sort of grid lattice work thing. And I don't know if you can see, but it's got dimples in it. Yeah. Yeah. So what I did is I laid that on top of the textbook and just sprayed over the top. You can see the color just there. And that gave it that undulation. So it's very, very simple. So it's quite a mechanical process. But what I wanted that the, the edge decoration to have was sort of like, you know, again, just zip bright color coming out, you know, like the banners, like the headlines, like the zoom you get in. Uh, a lot of uh, animations and stuff. So again, I wanted to, to utilize that. But again, it doesn't have to be complicated. Bit of a stencil happening and you're away. It, it's not rocket science. It's far more complicated. <laughs> so was the, was the presentation uh, uh, this year uh, conducted as usual or uh, was it a distant thing uh, as, as, as the last year? How was it this time? Oh. <laughs> Normally, I have a shower, I get a nice shirt on, 
hand tie a bow tie. That takes a long time for me, hand tie at all. Wearing my dinner jacket, still fits. Trousers, you know, I look beautiful, okay. Go to the guild hall, all the TV cameras are there. I go to the front door and they say, are you with the band? Use the back door. And that has happened before, actually. That has happened before. <laughs> and and so and you go in, it's all this, and it's glitz, and it's champagne, and fruit juice for the ladies. And it's it's brilliant, it's lovely, and you're in there, and it's lights, and everybody's... <laughs> it's lovely, and it's, 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 for me, it's one of the highlights. Unfortunately, this year, because of COVID, a lot of the authors, they, um, you know, can come to London for various reasons. And so basically the um, normally um, we have a sort of a two hour exhibition where, where the great public who are invited to the event, look at the books and the authors come by and you meet the author and have your photograph taken, you know, like this and you're talking with them and everything else. Really cool do. Uh, but this year um, I had to drop the book off at some house in southwest London. Right, so I was met by this lady. She said, yes. And I said, I'm with my book. She said, oh, the booker. So took it and closed the door like this. Anyway, and they were all put on, on display and they were on, on the television briefly. So no, I didn't go. I didn't have the opportunity to meet my author, um, which is a shame. Hopefully things will get back to some sense of um, normality in the future. So in one way, there wasn't that uh, sort of finality about it um where you know you you physically give it over the author gets it you, and there wasn't that for me this time so that was a little bit of a hollow ending um which was a shame no so I, that's one aspect i do enjoy of of the book yeah. um yeah i just hope my dinner jacket will still fit in the future so i'm i'm you know i'm I'm getting to that age where it's difficult to lose weight. I mean, I know I look very good in camera, but you know, I am actually, I've pushed it all down below camera, so you can't see it. But no, so it, it, it's, it, it, that was nice. I think it was on um, BBC News or something. I'm not sure. Unfortunately, um, I, I wasn't available to, to watch it. So I couldn't get connection in the pub. I, uh, <laughs> sorry, not <clears throat> the pub. I wasn't in the pub. No, I I was at a poetry reading. I was at a poetry reading, and I couldn't get. And, and obviously, you know, you can't say, "Hang on a sec, just got to watch my book." Couldn't do that. But no. So uh, hopefully, in the future, it'll be back to normal. <laughs> in the pub. <laughs> um. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's quite, it's quite. Well, one or two secrets and disclosures of secrets there. I think you're fine. Uh, no, it was it was good. And I, I think for um, I think for for bookbinding and contemporary bookbinding, the the booker is a great thing to be involved in. You know, you're working with modern contemporary work. You're working with you know works that are of now, and um, you know it's it 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 sort of heightens the profile of what we do. I just wish that um, other organizations did similar things. There are so many literary awards and poetry awards and things like that. Um, that um, and it, it really does make the book extraordinarily special for the author as well. You know, that somebody has taken four or five weeks, concentrated time to do something unique with their book, never to be repeated, a unique book, you know, uniquely printed, uniquely bound, a unique interpretation of the text because we don't actually communicate with the author about what we're doing. And that's in itself that you're under pressure there as well, because, you know, all sorts of things. But so it, it is a very individual response. And again, you've got that responsibility as, as a creator, as a created bookbinder, contemporary created bookbinder, to work that as well, and it's, it's it's a great responsibility, but it's a responsibility that I think we all love that who who do the booker, um, yeah, as I'm sure you'll find out. Because yeah. 
I, I'm glad you, you mentioned your experience with the Clockwork Orange and mm. uh, uh, this uh, uh, the experience. Well, I, I never I never tried to make a binding for for a book that was just uh, published. I don't know uh, uh, this year or a few weeks mm. ago or a few months ago. Uh, mm. and, uh, but uh, it's it's definitely a different sort of creative process and different sort of uh, uh, challenge uh, because mm. as as you mentioned uh, your project with the Clockwork Orange, you had some uh, ideas before uh, starting your binding process yeah and even if if that's a book uh, uh, that you haven't read you probably uh, heard something about it uh, there may be a movie so you may have some ideas you may yeah. have some pre some preconceptions already when you start yes. uh, making a binding but this yeah. is uh, this is tabula rasa you just have to you know dive in and uh, create something yeah. out of nothing yeah and, uh, there is yeah th th there's no existing pool of knowledge that you can dip your toe in you you're on the high board and you're going in and that's it you know and you and when you hit that water you hit it with a very big splash there's there's and and there's there's no safety nets there's no fallback um you you just do it and 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 in one way it's a great discipline as well because you we've all done it i think you know you've got you're doing work for an exhibition and the the hand in date is so and so and you you, you beg the people who organize it say, can you just give me a few extra days please 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 because they know that they they build in little buffer zones i mean when i've curated you'd build in little buffer zones for people who are just not you know just not doing it you know. and uh but with these people there, there is no buffer zone there is no <laughs> extra few days and um you, so you are under this this it's not a heavy weight but you again i mean you, you use the you, you are responsible for it and um touch wood you know nothing's ever happened to me but again this is why we have you know somebody standing in the wings just in case because we've, we've got to do it as has been proved with me on a couple of occasions so again to be chosen as a second is actually quite a you know a nice thing and and again it's the responsibility as well of doing it and i think that when you're working with brand new work something that's zing you know this is it the first time the book will have been specially bound you, you you're you've got to get it right from your perspective i mean obviously there are going to be other people that say oh it's rubbish just cut out letters isn't it child could do that sort of thing yes my child can just hold a paintbrush and go like that it doesn't mean the child is picasso though picasso did want to paint as a child so defeats that well you know what i mean but there, there there is that essence that you've 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 got to get it and it's and it's and it's the it's not just the the design and the artwork it's the construction of it as well yeah any book binder will say you know the book has got to physically work um and it doesn't want to fall apart in the person's hands when they unless it's designed that way but with the book it's not designed to fall apart and it's and you've got to use the best materials you can for longevity etc 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 and you're dealing with a living person's work and that is very personal to them as well and again you've got to it's impossible to understand somebody but you've got to understand what's happening in the book and you've really got to to, to, to you know to, to grab that that rung on that ladder that you think all oh, right okay now i know where i'm going with the design and i'm going going whereas with something that is you know or should we say a non-contemporary book you're right we do have this luxury of background knowledge of things that we can dip into we can ask people say oh yeah you know you were reading what did you think of it and all these other things and you can do that and you know creative people they're always taking in information always looking and it's always being stored somewhere whether it be in a notebook or at the back of the mind back of the hand taking all, all that in and it, there is a certain sense of luxury of time we have that luxury where we can sit back and sort of Mm. Mm. this 
no luxury, no, none of this artistic musing and stuff like that. You're, you're in, you're at the coal face. And that's where, you know, passion, you have to have the passion to keep you going forward and doing it because there are very late nights. There is frustration, you know, there is all of that. But at the end of the day, you've got to do it. Uh, you mentioned that you don't uh, interact with the author in process. Mm. Is it a rule or is it just how it usually happens? It's, I, well, I don't know if it's a rule. Um, but again, I mean, in one way, you're, you're already working with the author. You're working with their work. It is a, a symbiotic relationship. You know, you, you are working together. And I don't know if it's a rule, but I don't think it's ever happened. The closest I've ever come to it was I think George Saunders, Lincoln in the Bardo, that one a few years ago. And I was posting, you know, stuff on, up online and saying, this is what I'm doing. Hey kids, isn't this great? You know, way. And I got a, a text from a colleague of mine in the state and said, oh, you're doing George Saunders, Lincoln in the Bardos. Yeah, it's a great book, actually. Really uh, difficult to understand in the first reading, but I understood it, you know, when I started again after page 28, started again, multiple voices, multiple angles of the dialogue coming in, and then I understood it, etc., etc. He went, oh, good, good. He said, George Saunders. I went, yeah, George Saunders. He said, there's a mate of mine. I said, who is he? He said, in fact, he's a work colleague and his office is two doors away from mine. So I'm thinking, so <laughs> Saunders has probably seen what I'm doing, but you'd never say that. Oh, that's good to know. How, how fascinating. And he said, and so my colleague said, I'll be delighted to see your book when he gets it and brings it back. I thought, oh no, this is really is pressure now because it's a professional colleague of mine who is going to be really looking at the book. So again, I can't fudge it. It's got to be right. And I'm thinking, oh no, it's like this. So that's the closest I've ever come to it. But of course, normally at the presentation at the award ceremony itself, you're, you're talking with the author about the work. Um, so there is a collaboration, but it's a, a non-meeting collaboration. You collaborate with the text. And, and that's that's as close as I've ever I've ever come to it personally. Um, I don't know about other people. What, what do you like to? It sounds like an interesting experience. Uh, uh, I don't mean just having some input from the author because you already have the book, mm. but like a true collaboration, like designing a binding together with the author. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I, I have worked with um, a couple of authors and I have worked on collaborations in various projects and things. Um, a couple of artists as well come to that. But I don't know if they're asked not to contact us. I'm not sure. I don't know about that. Because I think the, the, the onus is on the binder to create something which is, comes from them, a unique perspective. Um, and if you if you're in collaboration, you've got to have, the collaboration needs to be equal or, or needs to be set out in a specific way that you, you know where you are within that collaborative endeavor. And I personally, I think if uh, the author got in touch with me and said, well, I think it would look better in pink, I would say, oh, what shade of pink? And why do you think it would be better? Um, and so you've got to be quite careful when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, but you know, I've, I don't know of anybody who's actually been contacted by the author or has contacted the author during the making process. Um, yeah. Do, do you know of any situations when uh authors presented with the bindings uh, sort of disagreed with the uh, artistic, uh, uh, you know, approach of, of the binder? No. Okay. <laughs> like a bit, a bit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> any, any kind of critique at all? <laughs> Well, I'm a professional. I'm not going to. <laughs> no, um, 
of course, there is going to be personal interpretation and, and different uh, ways of looking at the work. And sometimes, of course, you know, views are perhaps not going to be, shall we say, equal, shall we say. It's never happened to me, uh, to my knowledge. Um, it hasn't happened to me. I'm trying to think. I did hear once that some one particular binder was a bit over the top with Sonic, and the author said, "Have you actually read the book?" Uh, and so, I, but I, that's only sort of background hearsay sort of thing. But yes, there is always that chance of it just hitting, you know, instead of hitting, getting off the diving pool and splashing into the water and gracefully swimming off, that the water is frozen and you just go boof. There is, there is that, um, but from from my knowledge, I, yeah, it's only one, and that could have been just some, you know, sort of back chat sort of thing. But no, I've, I've <laughs> no, I have professionally, I've never heard of it. I think this is this is such a positive moment, you know, <laughs> to to finish our uh, bookish talk. <laughs> and uh, uh, many thanks to you, Mark, for uh, no, so always a pleasure always for a pleasure this discussion. Uh, as as usual, we invite our viewers to join uh, the crowd of our uh, join our community. You can find the links to our Discord channel where everything in, that's important we, we try to post, and uh, it's it's a bit more you know, a refined community than uh, maybe something on Facebook because uh, there is uh, fewer people there as, as of now. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, not, not, so, not as crowded with comments and all that stuff. Uh, but uh, you can join, of course, uh, our page. You can follow our page on, on uh, Facebook, uh, check our Instagram account. And please, please check the link uh, to Patreon uh, because uh, the pledges, the money that come from our patrons on Patreon uh, uh, help us to cover the expenses on editing of these uh, videos and well uh, without without their support we wouldn't be able to produce our podcast uh, uh, at all uh, thanks again mark uh, uh, thanks Pavel, uh, and uh, see you next time bye bye thank you very much bye